Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we have recorded this podcast on. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, the podcast for all things reality TV, pop culture, mum life and all things in between. We're back for another instalment of Reality Mums. How are you, Rochelle? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited that we've finally bit the bullet and we're moving into real podcast land. We're on Spotify. Yeah, on Spotify so you can listen to us in your cars um, or when you're at the gym or however you want to listen to your podcast. But, yeah, it's exciting. Very exciting. So we're moving into lots of different platforms. Uh, so hopefully that makes it easier for everybody to catch up on their reality TV goss. Now we've got a big week this week, a huge week, um, lots of topics. We went live last week to discuss Vanderpump for an emergency session. So we will be starting off with that. But just so everybody knows what we're going to be covering, we're going to talk about Summer House, which in comparison feels like we're watching Sesame Street, to be honest. <laughs> That's what it feels like compared to Vanderpump. We had yeah. the Miami finale this week. New Jersey was on as well as the finale of uh, the Potomac reunion. We've got Below Deck and then we'll just sort of wrap it up. So happy with that? 100%. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. So Vanderpump rules. Holy shit. Oh, my God. What a difference a week makes. What a difference a day makes. Watching last week's episode and then within 24 hours having the bombshell uh, revelations come out. So for those of you that are not following along with all of the ins and outs with Vanderpump Rules, the whole narrative, the whole storyline has been about Schwartz and Raquel. Apparently they're hooking up and what that's then doing to Katie and how Katie feels about that, Katie being the ex-wife of Schwartz. And this was all up until last week, Friday, LA time, um, early morning Australian time, we find out that Tom Sandoval, who is Tom Schwartz's best friend, has been not only hooking up with Raquel but has been in a full-blown affair for seven months, cheating on his girlfriend of nine years, Ariana. Ariana found out when Tom's phone fell out of his pocket and she saw, she saw a video of Raquel touching or Rachel, as we now know her name is, not Raquel, Rachel inappropriately touching herself on his phone she then calls Sheena in New York who is with Raquel slash Rachel they get into an altercation allegedly Sheena has hit Raquel there is a black eye there is a restraining order I don't know about you but my mind is just blown up all week it's just revelation after revelation yeah. So for me, I've been watching Vanderpump Rule for 10 years now. So I have known the cast of Vanderpump, like I remember watching it when I was pregnant. So this has been like a slow burn, watching them get together, fall apart. And I am, yeah, shocked with everything that's going on. I can't believe. Now I look back, there's signs. So when Raquel was on Watch What Happens Live and they said, which of the two Toms are hotter, they both said, Sandoval, which seemed weird when she was allegedly chasing Schwartz. Um, so there's been little signs. And obviously now the lightning bolt necklaces, 
which we didn't pick up on. Um, yeah, it's exhausting this week. And I'm finding it hard because last night another episode aired. I'm now finding it hard to watch the episode without looking for clues. I'm well, looking I'm really doing. hard to see if she's wearing the necklace. Is he wearing the necklace? Oh. And then every time Tom Sandoval says something to Ariana, it's like, you don't mean that. You're lying. I'm like, you're shut up, Tom. And now I'm like, shut up, Rachel, because she even seeing in the episode last night, she was so competitive with Lala over um Oliver yeah Garcelle's son son. um she was quite competitive and like Lala was true she's like listen if it was a competition I would have won because let's be honest like Lala's got a little bit more spunk to her and but I did see and then even there's a flash forward to next week's episode where she says lucky to Lala lucky you don't have a man to me to be around or something like because Lala said she wouldn't trust her with her man I'm like Raquel isn't the only girl that got it right was that Christina who's saying that everyone doesn't give her credit. Yes. You. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's exhausting. I can't believe it happened. I, I've seen snippets. So Lisa Vanderpump's on Watch What Happens Live tonight. So it was last, it was Wednesday night or something in America. We haven't seen the episode, but we've seen I've snippets. I've listened to it. it today. It's on Spotify. So I've been listening to um, Watch What Happens Live on Spotify. It's interesting. She's quite jokey about the situation. Like she's really laughing it off but also acknowledging the seriousness. And then she's talking about something that's pretty important and that is the vigilante response that a lot of the fans are having because everybody's so invested in this and feels like they've now been lied to. It's almost like you're blurring the lines between a television show and what is part of your reality and the danger of some people taking things too far, like threatening violence, sending death threats. And Lisa Vanderpump's message was really, you know, condemn the actions, don't condemn the people. They need to learn their lesson and they need to pay for, you know, basically what they've done. And there there will be consequences. I'm sure there's going to be huge ramifications for both of them. But threatening to hurt people and, and all of that right. like that's it's just taking it too far so that's where the internet can get a little bit too much yeah. I watched I've seen the snippet where she says about that what I find funny with Lisa is she's in damage control for her businesses she's in business with oh, the yeah. Toms she's got Tom Tom um I find it funny where she says condemn the actions but not the people and I don't in any way think that death threats or violence is right but in she's never come out like that before so there's been drama before with Jacks on the show there's been drama before with James and then at the end she says unless it's Lisa Rinna or Kyle and I'm like <laughs> I don't get that and I don't agree with she's in damage control yeah. and I don't condone violence I don't think anyone should be doing death threats they'll get what's coming to them that's fine and yeah. I agree like yeah. people are get like I'm invested but I would never hit someone or anything but yeah. I am watching it like, oh what's going on like trying to see the clues um but I do think that she's in a lot of damage control because of her businesses because people are saying that boycott Tom Tom yeah you know they yeah. want to go and see Raquel at Sir and so I think that she's yeah, publicity is big on for her do you think Sheena hit Raquel in New York? No. no. So it's come out yesterday, and I don't know if you saw that that black eye photo that she's sharing is allegedly from November. It's not even. Oh, really? From- yes. So I don't know what's happened. 
I don't think Sheen has actually gone and punched Raquel. I, yeah, they've I gotten physical. They've gotten physical. I think what's happened is Raquel's told her, Sheen has said, get away from me, I don't want to talk about it. Raquel's probably tried to, like, stop, wait, you know, and maybe she's pushed her out of the way or done something. I yeah. don't think there's an actual fist fight, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, the like, restraining order's out against Sheena. It's yeah. covering the period of time when they're shooting the reunion, which is in two weeks. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see if we get Sheena or Raquel dialing in to the reunion or whether Raquel just skips it. I feel like she's going to skip it. Yeah, well, of course she'd want to, but, I mean, mm. you should have to go. Does a restraining order cover, like, is there, it? does it mean just no contact at all? I don't know. I, was, I don't know. Is it just a physical distance or is it because I think even, because Andy didn't even know what's happening with that, so... I don't know. And then even watching Tom last night when Ariana had to put her dog down, she's absolutely devastated and he's mm-hmm. like, you know, I care about her. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like I'm struggling to, and I'm like, she, he's watched her go through so much with this dog and behind her back he's doing all that stuff. It's just, I know. yeah. Anyway, it's it's all happening as Sheena has on her arm. <laughs> every time I. Um, That's right. She does yeah. have the tattoo on her arm. It's all happening. Yeah, but it is actually all happening this week. So, um, and then when there's a scene where um, someone's, I think it's Katie, says that Sheena is Mugatu and Ra- Raquel is Zoolander. So <laughs> saying that Sheena was the mind behind it Pulling all. the strings. Pulling yeah. the strings, telling her to hook up with Schwartz. But I think Raquel's Mugatu. I agree. I think that she is a bit of a nasty pasty, very calculated yeah. She's been with a few people. She's been with Nima from Shards of Sunset. She, I think it's to stay relevant. We discussed this, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. There's just something not quite, like I don't un- quite understand the way that she operates. There's that mm. lack of care for consequence with what she was doing prior to the scandal. And, yeah. and now it's like, wow, it's just taking it from, you know, level 10 to level 1,000. Even yeah. in the aftermath of all of this, like the, the way that the statements are being put out, it was put out through Entertainment Tonight, mm-hmm. not through her own PR team or whatever. It was put out through Entertainment Tonight. I wonder whether or not they've paid for that. Then, you know, all these claims that she's, isolating and hiding away and everything yet we're seeing her out and about wearing all black looking very somber it's like for someone who wants to get away you're out and about a fair bit like it's just like a Harry and Megan (laughs) yeah leave me alone but love me (laughs) leave me alone look at me and here's a Netflix special yeah forget it yeah she's but she's out and about she is and she keeps Releasing these statements where she's coming across a little bit as a victim. And I don't love it. I feel like they need a very short, succinct, is that the word, statement where it's like, I have been an awful person, I've been an awful friend, I'm sorry for these people. That's it. It's not about them right now. Um, If I was their PR team, I feel like I'd keep it very, very short and very apologetic just to the people that matter and not try and play a victim. And Lala, the send it to Daryl. I oh, love it. Send, send it to Daryl. Send it to Daryl. Oh, my God, that was an Australian yeah. trying to be oh, an Daryl. American. Send it to Daryl. 
Daryl or Daryl? Daryl. It's Daryl. Send it to yeah. Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so hilarious. So, that, well, that stuff is hilarious. The whole thing, it, it's just, yeah, scandalous. But it is. It's made everything else this week just seem irrelevant. It really has delivered as a reality show, I have to say. So we have Summer House, so um, which is a crossover from, it started as a crossover from Vanderpump. First episode, it was a crossover. Um, and what we've heard is Winter House, the Toms might not be invited again, so we'll have to watch that space. Mm. But for Summer House this week, Andrea is back and I love him. I love him too. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Paige, so last season Paige was sort of into him and Craig and they were sort of, it was a bit awkward at some points. Yeah. I feel like Paige chose the wrong guy. But the anyway, Andrea's happy with his new girlfriend and Paige is happy with Craig, so everyone's happy, but I do love Andrea and I want him in it more because he's hilarious. Yeah, I'm with you. What about the drama? Uh, he cooked a beautiful Italian dinner he makes the girls coffee and he, yeah, it's fun. Um, the Carl and uh, Kyle drama is still happening. They had a sit down about Carl's job and the position in the company. Lindsay's got to be in her bonnet because apparently Amanda said that Carl worked for her and Kyle, which I believe Carl does. I think Loverboy is Kyle and Amanda's business. Amanda works at that business. Lindsay's rubbing me up the wrong way. Um, mm. she always has, and now I feel like she's influencing Carl and they're boring and I don't want to see them on the next season. Yeah, I'm with you. It's I'm finding the whole show a bit boring, to be honest. I didn't realise I was watching last night's episode, which I didn't complete, by the way, full disclosure. I couldn't get through it. I fell asleep. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realise that they head back to their jobs during the week and then they head back oh, to yeah. the house on the weekend. I thought that it was about people being in this environment together all the time like in winter house like, i feel like in winter house they did but summer house is a bit like oh come and go and it's yeah. it's almost like there's not a commitment to the show in the same way and i'm just finding like i think it was the week before you had all the girls sitting around having their tea party and then you had the two guys off just getting pissed and it's like i don't want to watch this <laughs> it's just I like it. I like having them that they come back and forwards and I think it allows for different people to come in, like, you know, because different weekends people have other things on. Yeah. The other week Carl and Lindsay had a wedding so they weren't there. So I, I like how it's set up. It, it Listen, the drama is coming between Lindsay and Danielle, so we're going to yeah. see that play out. Yeah. It's warming up. Um, I really enjoy it, but, yeah, I, I yeah, I can't get into Carl and Lindsay being together. And it's not about Carl not drinking. Lindsay keeps saying, and I went sober for him. That's mm. the wrong thing to be doing. And now she's drinking again. So that's irrelevant anyway. And there's no need to go sober for somebody. He has to do that for himself. Um, but, yeah, I'm finding the whole, the, their relationship's just annoying me. I like it better when they're not there. Um. Josh, the guy who was in it last week, is dating Amanda. Uh, Madonna, not Amanda. <laughs> I was going to say Amanda. Don't you mean Madonna? <laughs> Madonna. Yeah. So he was with Sam last week, the girl yeah. that talks a lot like Dorit, whose stories 
just go on and on. Um, and now he's apparently, allegedly, dating Madonna. Crazy. It's a bit of a step up from Summer House. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's all my thoughts on that. It's Summer House. It's called Summer House. I hope it heats up. It's a little bit lukewarm for me. What is not lukewarm is the Miami finale where we had the melting pot party. So we've moved into the last episode of season five. Gertie is throwing her melting pot party for the girls. Can I just say off the bat, Gertie, please can you host a party for me? Every party that I need for the rest of my life. My God, you're amazing. (laughs) I feel like with Miami, it was time for it to finish. It was starting to get a bit slack. Like it was just, it was a bit of a, okay, I finished the episode for the week. I really hope that they do what they did this season with other franchises in that I hope they do that four episode drop in one hit. I think that was the thing that really got me going with Miami this season. You become so engaged. You can binge episode after episode. You can be really invested in the drama. And I think that that set them up really well. I wasn't too sure about some of the cast members. I wasn't too sure about Julia and Gertie and um, who else have we got? I mean, Larsa is, you know, she's just, she's an OG. Um, Kiki, I wasn't sure about her, but by the end of it, everybody really found their place. And I think that Dr. Nicole actually was an MVP for me this season. As much, yeah, as much as we got a lot of entertainment from Marisol and um, Alexia and there were some really funny moments, I think just long-term Nicole was a real standout. I thought she was fantastic. Yeah, I've always liked Nicole. I like seeing her relationship with her father. That was interesting to me. Mm. Um, So I liked seeing that. Um, But I'm with you. It was time to wrap up. I'm I'm keen for the reunion. The reunion looks explosive. Yeah. Andy yells. Andy's generally pretty good at not yelling, but he's yelling at these ladies. The drama that's happening with Alexia and Adriana over Adriana's comment where she referred to her foot, which was hurt in an accident when they were in the Bahamas, but it wasn't badly hurt. But she tried to use the analogy that that accident could have had terrible consequences just like Alexia's son Frankie who was in a car accident and he's now... That's right. Now he has disabilities as a result of that. And so Alexia is not going to let that go. She's not going to let it go quickly anyway. And the the whole melting pot party, there was that try to bring the girls together and Adriana keeps apologizing, but it's just a time we'll have to heal that wound. No one's going to drop it. Marisol's not going to drop it. Alexia's definitely not going to drop it. She's, I mean, look at the things that she's said this season and she's she stood by her offensive comments to various housewives and then just kept moving on with her life. So she's not she's not going to back down on this anytime soon. No. Um, that comment was wild. <laughs> she just wasn't thinking. She's just not. I don't think she's a lot of the time. No. she's. I mean, you can tell she's really quite distressed about the state of her life and where she's at and where she wants to be and feeling very alone but you need to be thinking about what you're saying. And even the way that she apologised, sending a text message to Alexia saying, my bad, kind of doesn't hit the mark. You needed to be a little bit more sincere than that. 
Um, and, and sensitive to her situation because that is a massive change with her son that she's gone through and, you know, years, like he was in rehab and having to deal with everything. So it's nothing compared to her foot that wasn't broken. <sighs> anyway, we'll wait for the reunion next week. Also, Potomac has wrapped up, so they've finished their reunion. So it was part three of their reunion this week. Chris finally got to have a say to um, what's her name? Giselle. Giselle. I was going to say Candace, but no, Candace is his wife. <laughs> Giselle. So he finally got to have his say in that, which I feel like, and not to take away how Giselle felt, but um, how they were saying how you felt and then saying what he did to you, he actually didn't do anything. He didn't to do her, anything. But he might have made her feel uncomfortable. That's fine. She's allowed to feel that way. But the way she's wording it in saying that he did something, mm. I completely agree with Chris. He did nothing wrong. Yeah. It's just he felt uncomfortable in that situation, which is fine. But the way she's wording it, and even when she's trying to apologise, she's wording it wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Team Chris, so, 100% there. Like that's You've got Michael Darby who is suing um, Candace at the moment yeah. for some of the comments that she has said in a previous episode. I actually think Chris has more grounds to be suing Giselle for defamation and for basically putting out allegations about nothing, which is really worth just for her to have a storyline. Yes, and same with the other lady who he he allegedly spoke to her at the bar and made her feel uncomfortable, Ashley's friend. The Sesame like, Street character. Yeah, my husband's name's Chris. He's like, well, yeah, that's a common name. Like that was it. There was He wasn't looking at her. He wasn't staring at her. He has more grounds. Michael Darby is gross and has done a lot of these things, mm. um, whereas Chris really, he's innocent. I believe he's innocent, but um, until... I hear otherwise, I don't think that he's really done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. So I can understand him being quite upset. Robin is so annoying. She knew. She knows there's more going on with that mm. other woman. The fact that she tried to get put it on a paid platform is annoying. I don't want her to be a housewife next season. Well, it's come out this week. I don't know if this is true or not, oh. but I've seen that she has been demoted to friend of and Jacqueline yeah. is now a permanent member of the cast so that's good with the whole robin thing like i get that sometimes you want to keep some things private but the real kicker is the putting it on the paid platform like it was one thing to leave something out because it's just too personal fine but as soon as you then profit from it from a different form of you know your revenue income by putting it on your paid subscription service. That was the end for me. And I was really annoyed that when we got to the end of that three-part reunion, I think there was only three or four minutes that was allocated to the sit-down with Andy. Yeah, but what else was she going to say? We all know yeah. that she's basically. The way they made it out was that, oh, they're changing the reunion to add an extra bit to a big sit-down, and then it just got shelved at the end and it was a bit of, mm. you know, she, she lifts the eyebrows a little bit, mm. I was yeah. like, that didn't satisfy me. You didn't satisfy me and you've annoyed me. And I think if they've demoted her, I think it's the right decision. And I understand when you say people wanting to keep things private to a point, but you're on a reality show about your life. So you mm-hmm. and me keeping things private, okay, we're not getting paid and we haven't signed a contract to be on a show. Now, when you're on a show with other women 
that are sharing those things. So they actually shared her divorce. Other yeah. people have shared their husbands and wives. And you're being- actively trying to make other women share as well. Like you're exactly. pushing other women yes. to share these things. So you can't be a good housewife if you're not going to share those things and mm. then to go the extra level and put, put it on a paid platform, that's annoying. So I'm glad she's gone. I really enjoyed the um, race conversation. So when they had the conversation about race and how lighter-skinned women are often treated differently to darker-skinned women and they're, yep. they're concerned about how they look, I found that really, like for me, educational. As someone looking at that, like, you know, as a, I was a white woman looking in on that, um, I found it interesting and yeah. enjoyed having that. Like people often say housewives, it doesn't, it's, you know, lighthearted, it doesn't cover, it's just women yelling at each other. But those are the conversations that need to be have, had. Mm. And um, I found that really interesting and really good uh, how they approached it. Yeah. Now, New Jersey. New so New, New Jersey, Jersey filmed, and full disclosure again, um, I was bored, like I've watched it, but I have not taken any notes. And it's because I'm just overwhelmed by it. There's a bit, I don't know what it is. The first couple of episodes I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be really good. And then I was watching last week and I picked up an editing fail and I posted it. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, the water bottle that um, I think Teresa had in front of her, the, the volume of water in the water bottle just kept changing. And so the editing was all over the place. And it's like, for a start, that makes me lose a bit of trust in what I'm watching, like the authenticity of the conversation, like how much of this is actually what was said and how much is being put together to look a certain way. I'm getting really confused with everybody's names. I feel like there's there's multiple Jennifers, yes? So there's Jen Fessler, which that gives me Harry Hamlin vibes. I love how they say her full name. There's Jennifer (laughs) Aiden who's the one that's stirring the pot. She's good, though. She's good drama. I wouldn't want to be friends with her, but she's good drama. She goes and stirs it up. Um, There's Danielle, who's the new one, who is made for Jersey. This is the blonde one, yeah? I would watch watch an episode if it was just her and her family and, like, the kids. I love that. She is fantastic. I also love that she has sunglasses just like mine, my fabulous sunglasses. Yeah. (laughs) She's made for Jersey. So she's good. The new, she's giving it. Um, and then there's this new other lady with the dark brown hair who Jen Aiden had the fight with. I don't know her name about the nose. Yeah, I don't know either. I need to um, get more into it. It's not. I'm it's, sick of the Teresa and Melissa and yeah, Joe. It's dragged much. on now. I think the Joe should have gone to the love bubble party or whatever the hell it was. But I, I think then Teresa knows what she's saying when she says, you know, these are the family that you choose. She knows that that's going to get back to Joe. Yep. Um, I think Melissa does the right thing in saying that she wants her kids to still speak to their cousins. But then Teresa's kids get all involved and I'm, I'm just getting sick of her. I'm yeah. over this drama. I'm It can't keep going every season. So, um yeah, I'm a bit over that. But, yeah, the Barbie party is next level. That's yeah. what I want in a Jersey party. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that. But, yeah, they need to get their acts together with that. And we've got Below Deck. The start of the sea, Captain Lee is back. He's he my favourite. It's his last season, though, because he's 
uh, next season, Captain Kerry is taking over the Australian captain from Below Deck Adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Stu, what are your thoughts on her? I Leanne? think she's all right. I don't. I think that um, Fraser is obviously worried because she's been a chief stew before. And so he's a little threatened by her, whether that's being played up maybe by the producers a little bit in the edit because they need a little bit of drama. But she seems to get the job done and she's, um, you know, she's got an interest in Ben. So there's that love triangle going on between Ben, Camille and the news. I forget what's what's her name. Yeah, yeah. So Um, she doesn't care that he's interested in Camille, that she does not care. She is going after what she wants and she wants Ben. So Tony was hilarious when he was saying about the ghost of Camille being there and he's worried about being in the bunk again. Oh, no, that's funny. <laughs> I find his little one-liners funny. Um, the guest where the primary guest and the sister-in-law were sharing a cabin. Yes, that was very bizarre. That must be so entertaining to watch that, though. That's why I like the show. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you've got not only the dynamic between the crew you've got the dynamic between the guests and you know when they're talking they're like that's a bit weird but yeah and they know that they're on the show they're still sharing a cabin they know what they're doing at the end of the day like we we buy into it we we love the drama and we love the speculation but you know it's that whole um mugatu (laughs) who's pulling the strings type thing (laughs) well done bravo yeah we're sucked in. Um, Sandy and Fraser had made peace before they left, they before Sandy left. Um, still don't love Sandy for what she did. Yeah, not a fan. Um, yeah, I thought I was a fan and then I flipped again. I was just like a steak with her the whole time she was there. I was like, oh, I like her. No, I don't like her. Oh, I like her. No, I yeah. don't like her. Uh, yeah. I'm glad to have um, Captain Lee back. Okay. So I think they've got maybe one or two more charters. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. Sad. That's it. Yeah, and that's okay. Captain Lee's last one. So have we covered everything? I think we have. Um, yeah, I, we're so consumed right now with the world of Vanderpump. So, and I think that's okay. I think let's let's ride the Vanderpump wave. Let's see where it takes us and, um, yeah, see what's coming in the coming weeks. I'm sure by the time we meet up it's going to be yeah. it's some new scandal. Way. Mm-hmm. crazy well it's good talking to you thank you so much for talking to me thank you so much to our listeners for listening to us we love being able to talk about this all with you so please reach out to us reach out to us in our dms comment on our posts on instagram we'd love to get the conversation started and we just love talking to other reality mums and dads reality reality fans in general so thank you so much we'll talk to you next week bye